Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... It's time to spin the Wheel of Anger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Time to spin the Wheel of Anger. Uh, uh, obviously a martial arts movie. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And obviously the only person that we could ask to come on onto the show to uh, to help us to pitch Time to Spin the Wheel of Anger is um, the angriest person we know, of course. That's uh, Ian <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Hello. I, yeah, angry. That's definitely the vibe I give. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> you, your first few episodes on this show, I, I seem to remember, were very much like we had accidentally brought you on to like the serial killer slasher episode the it was, yeah it was the, the the crime the slasher just not painting me in a good light at all well now you get to be part of time to spin the wheel of anger and that's all gonna change fun love it <laughs> the title it's time to spin the wheel of anger was given to us by my waste of talent thank you for that uh, title uh, they got in touch with us on twitter we are at life's a pitch show and we're also on facebook as well at facebook.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast if you want to give us titles any time of the week you can do uh, but we do put genre posts out there like we have done uh this week where we're pitching martial arts movies as as matt said so uh shall we get on with some martial mentions yeah, let's get get. I guess it is the the best place to use honorable mentions, really. Um, yeah, yeah, honorable would have just worked on its own for. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more titles people have given us and just pitch what those movies would be as well. Um, from Matthew Presley, we've got a hundred and twenty minutes of punch. <laughs> this is an art film. <laughs> That is literally 120 minutes of a slow motion punch. <laughs> and, and it, so, so it's like a, a, a sort of, what would this be, like Chris Nolan? Um, yes. <laughs> sort of uh, cutting back to how the punch ended up happening. Um, and <laughs> yeah. I was a, a just going to say, like, if it, if it was just a slow mo, guys, frame by frame kind of slow oh, all, movement, all the story is in the accompanying soundscape. Yeah. <laughs> it's got audio flashbacks. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's good. And and as the so because uh, it's a slow mo, guys, thing, right? As the camera pans past the fist, you can see people in the flashbacks looking on in horror. Um, yes. as, as it kind of pans past their faces and it, and then the narrative starts to encompass them so you know it pans past uh, I don't know Chris uh, Evans and um, <laughs> I just chose one of the Chris's um, and, uh, and and he's like I, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm leaving you. you you hear that first and it's like um, you're like, oh, is this punch based on uh, a lover's quarrel? But then you you sort of see that no, he's trying to stop the punch. This isn't based on on that. That's that was a, a red herring. And then you start to build up a kind of like, um, uh, I'm leaving you because of your your reliance on that drug dealer. You've gotten too embroiled in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, and so that that whole thing comes up, and then it's and it's like, what are you talking about? It's me, and the, and Danny DeVito's there. Um, he's the drug dealer, and you think, ah, oh, it's the drug dealer doing the punch, and he's been really aggressive. And so, but then you realise, no, there's Danny DeVito in the background. It can't be him. It's got to be someone else. And then you sort of, as you go along, I really like the idea, this sort of Mr. Bean's holiday idea I've had <laughs> right now. <laughs> Bit of a left turn, but I'm on board. Yeah, yeah. Where this is this film's this film was called something else, um, and the opening shot is of a punch to the face. 
except someone broke the projector. And so we only see this punch in slow-mo because it's going really slowly through the projector while the audio is playing <laughs> <laughs> in real time. So it is a flashback. Uh, yes, but we're we're hearing the the entire audio of a film while this while this punch is lasting 120 minutes. Yes, and and have you ever seen Rubber? Yes, <laughs> very yeah. much like Rubber. Uh, at some points, you start to see in the foreground in front of you the shapes, the dark shapes of seats. You couldn't see it before because the dark, the bottom of the frame was dark, right? Because it's a slow mo mm. punch while the audio played, right? But then you start to see the dark frames of, uh, of seats, like it's a uh, like mystery science theater thing, right? But, and then the camera pulls back, and you realize that the camera is shooting in the cinema, and people around you are starting to go, "Is this how this film is supposed to be?" And then that you you start following <laughs> those people, like going up to the projectionist's <laughs> office and like banging on the door and they're, they're like and cut to the projectionist's office this guy is just shooting up some heroin <laughs> <laughs> like, like what is happening <laughs> no, no, the, the, the guy's not shooting up heroin he's absolutely hammered on punch yep, that's, that's what's yes. happened yeah I was going to say someone spiked the projectionist's punch <laughs> he's in his, on his own in his office with a bowl of fruit punch that he's poured a whole <laughs> bottle of vodka into. Because why does fruit punch have to be a community activity? <laughs> the thing is, he could have just had it in a bottle or, or something. That's no, no, no fun. This guy fucking put it into a bowl Gotta have with the bowl a ladle. And, ladle and a slice of oranges. Just for him. <laughs> I, I think punch kind of does have to be a community activity in, in the way that no, it's, it doesn't. I, I would say that it is decadent or, or it is decadent or post scarcity to uh, to have punch on your own yeah treat yourself what's wrong with a bit of decadence every once in a while it's the last day of the Cannes Film Festival this projectionist has just done an incredible job a thankless job the whole the whole time and he's just wanting to chill out while this film's playing that he's seen a hundred times, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got my punch bowl. I think, uh, I think they we gave me last year for my fifteen years service. I think we, and I I'm think just we, gonna, um, yep. we should establish that the the punch the, the the punch was from the buffet outside, uh, at the Cannes Film Festival at this like oh, at this premiere or whatever, and this projectionist has stolen it. He's but stolen the it punch was, bowl, but it was, but it was spiked. Uh, by the by, a rival filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> so this projectionist has taken all this punch, but it was laced with LSD. Uh, and so <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone's still outside, like banging on the door, like, "What's going on?" I mean, everyone is. It's just the director. Yeah. Just like, what's going on with my movie? The entire audience are like, wow, this is really experimental. <laughs> yeah. Will, Willem Dafoe really trying to figure out. We can just use some of the footage from Mr. Bean's Holiday, to be fair. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Of, uh, of Willem Dafoe trying to get into that projectionist booth. There you go. So that was 120 minutes of punch. Um, <laughs> all right. So from all the webs of stage, a fine podcast that you should all be listening to. Sock the Casbar. Sock the Casbar. <laughs> Sockers in punch, I've got to assume. Yes. I, I would imagine so, not not <laughs> Or maybe it's a quest to find the feet of the Casbar and put socks on it. <laughs> yeah. Cas now this this Casbar. might not be a, a time to bring this up. I don't know what a Casbar is. Yeah, no, I, I know I know they can be rocked in, in, in songs, but I don't know what one yeah. is. <laughs> I think usually it's an old part of town that is made of stone and kind of like the uh, cities often grow outside of them but like they are kind of um that is where the old town lives right like that's inside the walls uh when the walls were necessary <laughs> the uh the <laughs> they existed there and that was the casbah they were they were there to keep joe strummer out from rocking the place yeah yeah you can't. <laughs> oh well the can't caliph don't Kasbah like it that's for sure when he does yeah. that um, but okay so um, Sock the Casbah is going to be someone punching a load of old walls <laughs> <laughs> yeah Joe Strummer 
just uh, <laughs> going in. Yeah. What if all these years later, an obscure law has meant that Joe Strummer has to answer for his crimes of rocking the Casbah? Um, an obscure, <laughs> an obscure foreign law in a foreign in a foreign land that you know it, it doesn't get a name um, says that actually. Joe Strummer has been has been flouting the Casbah for so many years by <laughs> saying that he's been rocking it that now he has to come to the Casbah to answer for his crimes. <laughs> the Casbah has been unduly rocked. It's, it's kind of one of those. He didn't know that he was going into a uh, into a country because he's going on tour. He didn't know that he was going into a country where there were there was a, an, a arrest. There was a warrant for his arrest. Right, but he was going through it to go on tour, and they stopped the vehicle, and they went, "Hey, hang on, aren't you Joe Strummer?" And they point to a uh, they point a wanted to a, poster, a wanted poster, and it's just like wanted Joe Strummer for rocking the Casbah, um, <laughs> wanted wanted for crimes against the Casbah. Thirteen people dead in Casbah rocked accidents. <laughs> it's, it's explained that the Casbah is falling apart because of too many rocks. Uh, <laughs> which is a shame because it is made of rocks. Uh, the Casbah was slightly destroyed in a landslide, and they blame and the, the prime suspect is Joe Strummer. <laughs> he did instruct the Casbah to be rocked. I, I can see the train he's, of thought. It's flawless. <laughs> he's been framed. It's like Minority Report. He's <laughs> there's a copycat rocker going around Casbars, <laughs> rocking him. <laughs> But they're like, yeah, the only way out of this predicament is for you to win a one-on-one combat with the Casbah. <laughs> and everyone, you, you and everyone it, who it lives in it gets a chance to rock you back. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else who lives in it or used to live in it before the landslide. Like, it's kind of... Every, everyone has a personal grudge. Everyone in this old part of the city has a personal grudge against Joe, Joe Strummer. <laughs> and they all want a piece. <laughs> And so now he's trapped <laughs> in the center of this town as ever, as old women are like crawling out of the walls, basically like coming at him, <laughs> leaping from the tops of buildings with an elbow drop, just like <laughs> it's it's like it's like John Wick, <laughs> but instead of a gun, he's got a guitar, and, yeah. and instead of bullets, he's got like you know like uh, Scott Pilgrim style like guitar strum and <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bounces. This is musical fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Against old women pro wrestlers, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, you know, um, just, a, just a kind of, like, Resident Evil situation where, like, everyone is somehow incredibly strong and terrifying <laughs> in this tiny little Spanish village. Um, as they all just, like, leap out of buildings to, to, to attack Joe Strummer. And he's just like, get out of here! Um, <laughs> and I think, I think what happens is obviously, obviously he can't beat them all individually, so has to like retreat. But then stumbles across an enormous like auditorium, like a, a bunch of speakers, plugs himself in, and then uses this enormous big strum to um, to defeat uh, to try and defeat them. But in in so doing, causes a second landslide. <laughs> I'll tell you what, the Sharif don't like it. Doesn't doesn't like it. Sharif don't no. like it. I, I think at the end he has to pull the band back together uh, <laughs> to, and there's there's a big clash in the Casbah between yeah. between everyone that he's wronged and uh, the the band the Clash. <laughs> yep. No, I got I got I got the I got that one as it went past. Uh... Yep. <laughs> yep. Just. Uh, Putting it down twice so that people know. <laughs> <laughs> I know who sang Rock the Casbah. Yeah, <laughs> you need to make sure that everyone knows that you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and people are just like, people listening just be like, who sang Rock? I, I know Rock the Casbah is a song. Who sung it? Uh, it was. The Clash, if you've been wondering up until this point. Uh, I think, I think, um, also starring in this movie, Jodie Whittaker as the Khalifa. Be like, I don't like it. No, not at all. <laughs> I do not like it. One bit. See, <laughs> un- un- until you said that in my head, the Khalifa was Wiz Khalifa. Because... <laughs> of course. 
But I don't know what he sounds like, so maybe Jody Whittaker's a better cast. <laughs> he, sounds, maybe... he sounds just like. Funnily enough, it's hard to distinguish. <laughs> I, I was listening to a uh, to a podcast I thought was with Wiz Khalifa, but in fact was Jody Whittaker from Doctor. <laughs> it, maybe it's, it's Jody Whittaker as Wiz Khalifa as the Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there we go. That was. Uh... <laughs> sock the Casbah. So I, I think the entire way through, Joe Strummer has got these really bright socks on that that have that have important plot relevance right up until the end. But but it's like the uh, the shoes in um, in the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> right, he's like, there's no place like home, and they transport yeah. him back to wherever Joe Strummer's is from. Yeah, back I th- I think on, back onto the tour probably. bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, where, where he wakes up and realizes he's just had an LSD dream. <laughs> <laughs> Reconciling with his his own his own uh, regret over that landslide he caused back in <laughs> 1984. There we go. You know what? I think we've just pitched a jukebox musical there. Oh, we have. Um, yeah. the, the the Clash jukebox musical. <laughs> The, the the clash martial arts jukebox musical yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i forgot this is martial arts episode um so those are all our honorable mentions thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week and to everyone who's given us titles in the past and indeed thank you to all who will give us titles in the future i'm looking at you john on the bus <laughs> um listening to this give us your titles mate go, go you know on, what to do go on mate Gives you titles. Gives, it's just a cheeky little title. Get on that, uh, get, get on that Facebook.com forward slash live speech podcast and, uh, and give us your titles. I know you're on your way to, to Games Workshop to buy some Warhammer. <laughs> but you've got a minute while you're on the bus. So, come on. You can, you can g- give us some titles in that time. I know you're looking forward to buying your Eldar, your Eldar squad... Um, to to add to your to your uh, the army you're putting together, but you know it, that doesn't have to take up all of your creative thought. You can you can in fact use some of that to tweet us at Life's a Bit Show and uh, and give us your title. Next next week, I, I really want us to get a title from someone called John. <laughs> who just gives us like Eldar Death Squad or something like that no matter what no matter what the genre just that I trust our listeners about as far as someone might make a Twitter account if I leave this if I leave this in a po- in the podcast someone might make a Twitter account called John that just says Eldar Death Squad and they have one tweet <laughs> <laughs> and then someone stumbles across that Twitter page. I was thinking they might at us as well, but you know, yeah. <laughs> just like Honey, they just what? tweet Eldar Death Squad into the void. <laughs> <laughs> they don't reply to you or anything. In exactly one week's time, I will search the words Eldar Death Squad on Twitter. <laughs> so thank you again to everyone who's given us titles this week we now move on to our final major pitch which is from my waste of talent and that is it's time to spin the wheel of anger this feels like it's a sort of mortal kombat movie meets hostile movie where the 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 fights get a weird gimmick attached to them every time and it's done by spinning (laughs) the wheel of anger the, um, the the other kind of wheel of anger effect that you could have is basically someone it, we could make this a kind of almost fantastical like fantastical realism sort of um thing where the, you spin the wheel of anger and it could be just like oh we're spinning it for these two people and if it lands on the wrong thing those people now hate each other <laughs> a lot <laughs> yes, and both yes. and both of those could be true, right? You could have the hostile aspect where, as a bunch of people watching these two people through like CCTV cameras, um, and oh. and then a be like a, it could even be a sci-fi thing where like a uh, a broadcast gets beamed towards their like Bluetooth headsets or their phones or whatever. I, I'm I'm getting 
incredible. Is it Marathon Man? No, uh, not Marathon Running Man. Man. Uh, running Man, that's the one. Um, I'm getting incredible Running Man Hunger Games vibes from this, where yeah. it's a televised, it's a televised show. Um, okay, yeah. So, so first, let's decide on a on a host first. Right. Let's lead uh, this host. with a host. Craig Charles. Let's look at the, the IMDb. <laughs> I don't want to give Craig star. Charles that more Wait. work. <laughs> Welcome to the sp- to the wheel of anger. <laughs> the wheel of anger. <laughs> everyone's everyone's just like and smashing can, bottles over each the kids heads. with parents in the audience just like. <laughs> and some of them start smashing glass bottles over each other's heads. That sort of thing, you know. They just yeah. love the anger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've, I've I've seen enough like backyard deathmatch wrestling to know that people will love the anger. <laughs> so like so Craig Charles is like, all right, welcome back to another uh, another episode of the Wheel of Anger. Um, uh, this is for for Thursday at three p.m. rather than the Thursday at one p.m. slots. <laughs> Uh, and the th- and then of course not the 11 a.m. slot or the one before that, um, and because it's co- it's going on around the clock now. This 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 ridiculous show. And he's like, as you all know, we're gonna spin this wheel and see. We we have uh, lined up CCTV cameras, surveillance cameras all around public places, and now <laughs> if we spin it, it gets these people's uh, these people's faces. Those two people will suddenly hate each other. And it's like, maybe it's even they get like given almost targeted ads via their social media that just is like a call out. It's like, it's like someone, yeah. so this person suddenly is positioned as the opposite to their beliefs. Just, Ooh. they absolutely hate them. Um, this this has gone a weird bit Black Mirror. <laughs> I, I, think, I think it's just like Potluck who who they get and that like they've they've been secretly targeting these people um again or it's like or it's just people in prison right that's that's the thing with running man isn't it it's like they're prisoners that that go on the show to get their freedom kind of thing yes yeah but i mean like i i I don't know if we want to just tread out the same the same sort of thing as running man because it's like yeah. That, that's kind of like that's got something which is like the the, the prison industrial complex right like that that's a yeah. that's a thing I kind of like the idea that they've been secretly bombarding everyone who's gonna be in this in this one like station or they, they choose a different place each time right public a public they, they, area they pick a pub yes and they they, <laughs> and they, they, they know who's gonna be in that pub and they've been secretly bombarding those people with abuse for the past like two months um, and so they're really angry at someone, but they don't know who it is. And then yeah. on the night, they might reveal, like, the, they, they, they falsify that it was someone else in the room. So they're, so they're just, like, they've been, like, manipulating the social media feeds and yeah. getting a bunch of, like, hateful DMs <laughs> <laughs> from an account that they reveal is going to be whoever the Wheel of Angus ends up on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. We've got one highly charged nightmare of a person. He's had a terrible day. He's been fired from his job today. He's been getting abuse on Twitter for the past 24 hours. And he's he's ready to go off on anyone if we just give him a face. His name is Ben Barnes. (laughs) Top of the IMDb top actors list. <laughs> What's <laughs> What's he in? He's in The Chronicles of Narnia, Prince Caspian. Uh, Is he Prince Caspian? I think it's Shadow and Bone. I think so. Movie, right? Ah, Shadow yes. and Bone, yeah. And he was in The Punisher, Westworld. Um, <laughs> nothing really that I've seen. He was he, he, he was Prince Caspian, unfortunately. Um, yeah. He, <laughs> so, he, uh, rather than a little boy. <laughs> he played ah uh, yes he portrayed a little boy in Prince Caspian <laughs> <laughs> but but he just looks like an attractive man with sort of short cut beard that's, that's, that's Ben generic Barnes. attractive man I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want to you know like belittle his acting skill but yes that does appear to be the main draw that he's yeah, hot yeah. 
and he is hot. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that does appear to be his 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 thing. Is he's hot? So now we've got <laughs> Ben Barnes is incredibly his face contorted into rage as he drinks himself into a stupor in this pub <laughs> the thing is I'm, I'm looking at the second person on imdb's top uh, top list and it's mckenna grace who was born in 2006 <laughs> so it's, it's ben barnes going up against this kid <laughs> i think played young captain marvel <laughs> So I'm going to choose someone else from this list. Yeah, uh, just spin the wheel of anger, Tom. Find out who it is. Yeah, we're, spin. We're casting. I'm going to spin the wheel of anger, and, and by that I mean scroll up and down <laughs> on my mouse with with my eyes closed and from find out top who it popular lands Popular actors on, on IMDb. <laughs> Abby Jacobson from Broad City. Okay, Abby Jacobson from Broad City is the is the target. Is, has has unfortunately had her had her face come up on the wheel of anger. <laughs> so so they both get a text at the same at the same point, just like beep beep, and then with with each other's face on it. Just like you need to kill this person, <laughs> or just this has been the person who's been abusing yeah. you, like like those oh, mysterious, yeah, yeah. like you know those kind of like you could make you could do this, you could make you could abuse, they don't, but you you could make a and you know like an egg Twitter account, like one yeah. that's like you mm. know a- anonymous, abuse someone for like a month, and then at some point when you knew they were in a room with someone, change your egg profile picture to a picture of their face and just yeah. be like actually this is who I am it's me uh, like uh, Ben Bards or whatever like you know just fucking <laughs> whoever you want it, it, the the anonymity just gets shut off and they yeah. both get notifications about yeah. it yes exactly that's, that's the thing so they look oh, oh my god it's that and then they both sort of look up look across yeah. the and bar and they're on the other side of the bar yeah and they they just <laughs> charge at each other like full on like grab a chair <laughs> and a stool and just go at it and I, I think. think and I think in this case what they didn't realise was that um, Abby Jacobson has been absolutely training her heart out for the past <laughs> she's like secretly been like she's uh, well I guess they'd know everything about them wouldn't they they would know like that they whether mm. they would know odds and stuff because they'd know like oh well Abby Jacobson has attended a kickboxing class since she was sixteen but Ben Barnes yeah. has uh, worked as security a uh, has a beard and yeah. worked as security <laughs> in a uh, for for a nightclub for a couple of years and it's just like okay you get bets going off they start like pulling things from their social media they get there's there's a uh, a cartoonish kind of like. A puppet character who has the angerometer, who is like uh, <laughs> judging how how angry each of them are. <laughs> like, there's a bunch of stuff. I don't know what 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 like puppet slash cartoon character would you, like mascot would you have representing the uh, the the wheel of anger? Well, we like I feel like we could either do it as like a make make the puppet really like like a like a, a beaker from the Muppets, like a really sciency like. Like I am the do- the doctor of anger or whatever, yeah. or or it's, rage it's from inside out. <laughs> oh, what? Okay, but uh, um, what if it's just we... it's just Doctor Bunsen Honeydew and, and Beaker, the, <laughs> the anger scientist? What if we do both and make a kind of like scientist kangaroo? Like, because kangaroos. I, look I'm not like quite angry sure how men. you ended up on kangaroo, but I'm I'm here for it. I'll, I'll explain. Kangaroos, kangaroos are fucking angry. Look like angry men and are incredibly dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like, like, have you ever seen kangaroo a kangaroo fights. standing up? Oh. I, I have seen a kangaroo standing <laughs> up. It it does look quite angry, like all the time. <laughs> it's, it's got like a, it's ripped. They're absolutely ripped. It's terrifying. <laughs> From the neck down, yeah, they the, just look like you know someone who's <laughs> someone who you've just spilled the pint of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the angriest looking animals in Australia. This is set in Australia. Of definitely. course it is. Like, oh, yeah. Still with Craig Charles as. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They had robot wars over there. They get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> um, because like emus, they look fucking angry as well. Although yeah. I mean, they, they would do if they 
won a war. Uh, <laughs> the emus did win the war, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, the, the, they did. The yeah. emus won a war, but still don't own their country, and that's mainly yeah. the problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's why they're that's why they're fuming. Yeah, constantly. that makes sense. <laughs> So, um, so we've got Doctor Bunsen Honeydew and, and Beaker, but it is a, a kangaroo. <laughs> it, it's a kangaroo and, and an emu. <laughs> Does the emu pop like, out of the kangaroo's pouch? Yes. <laughs> Just to sort of add colour commentary. Me, 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 me. That's that's the dynamic we're after for these two yeah. scientists. They're just animals. <laughs> Angry animals, though. Angry animals. Angry animals. Um, so so we need we need a plot now. Um, we need we, we yeah. we've set up the uh, institution of oppression yeah. here, right? randomly pitting people against each other now we need to start working on how we're going to overthrow this in a kind of running man way or how we're going to deal with it how they win or what I, have you i think once we've established the, the 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 mechanics of the wheel of anger i think we we then focus in on one of the the manipulators it's like one of the people that's in charge of making the people angry um okay. and it's this like Computer nerd. Played so we've got kind by... of Blade Runner element here, where like someone who's a, a tool of the oppression uh, being part of it. Yes. I love that. Um, played by uh, Tom. Generate me another popular actor. <laughs> <laughs> Spin <laughs> the wheel of IMDb. <laughs> Spin the wheel of anger, please. Thank you. <laughs> Yvonne Stravosky from The Handmaid's Tale and. Dexter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I don't know about Stravinsky, yeah. Like, and um... uh, Mass Effect 2 and <laughs> Chuck. <laughs> um, wouldn't it be cool? And I, I, I imagine you've got a, you've got a, a, a route here, Eden. Um, but, like, wouldn't it be cool if this person, like, starts, just starts having a bad time, having a bad day? Just, like, stuff starts going wrong with their normal day. Um, and then they we later reveal in a big like twist that actually they were being targeted by their own show. Yeah, that's that's where I was going with this. She like mm. she she is like not happy with having to do this, but it's the only way to make a living in her mm. position, and she has to you know get food. Um, so she starts to express some unhappiness to her coworkers and and maybe writes a a, a tweet about not liking what she does for a job and then her life begins to make her more angry yes and she realizes just a little bit too late that she has been targeted by the wheel of anger yes oh, do you think do you it's think like maybe... minority report <laughs> yes should we should we like have the aspect here where like they they target already angry people we have that kind of you mad bro aesthetic the kind of like nobody in this um nobody in this society ever shows their anger or displeasure and if you do it's because like um it is it, because you know like you get you, you get into these conversations online where you're like i'm displeased with the way society works somewhat and people are like oh you're so angry oh i trolled you um and yeah. it's like yeah I, I feel like this is a, a similar like playing out of that where you're never allowed to have an emotion because you have to be super objective on the internet and in this case it's like that gets picked up on and they, you, your face gets put on the wheel of anger if ever anyone posts you on social media having having <laughs> been angry I like that. I like, like, but like, I feel like the 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 company, the Wheel of Anger, whatever the like, Evil Disney, um, have <laughs> way more influence than people realize, and yeah. they are the you mad bro trolls as well as being the little the little anger nudges after you've been put on the Wheel of Anger because yes. they constantly need to be finding new targets. Yes. So they constantly need to be making people mad to yes. qualify for them for the wheel. Because they want, because because on a, on a kind of like institutional level, they want people to be unable to express themselves with how bad their lives are. Because this is a dystopian society, so yes. like yeah. if anyone dis like displays that they are unhappy, they get made into this caricature of incredibly angry, like can't control themselves, animalistic people, and um, their and therefore their complaints get completely dismissed by this baying crowd who are really like, oh, look at those savage people who can't control their anger. And uh, yeah, so so um, 
Ivan Stravowski, we said, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, is is this person, and and uh, but of course, she's in there. She knows how it all works, and has to try and bring it down from the inside. So I guess does here's a question: Is, is Ivan Stravowski any good at fighting? Because if not, she's probably going to end up getting laid out within the first round of this Wheel of Anger situation. I feel like she she learns to fight, but not from your typical like martial arts Mr. Miyagi type because this is like these fights are started in pubs these fights are started in like <laughs> in in uh, urban places like yeah so she needs yeah. to she needs to start to learn to to fight dirty and with items that you would find in pubs and stuff so i think and this is where i'm going to pull from my closest thing i have to martial arts pro wrestling she gets Mick Foley as her mentor yes. to teach her like dirty hardcore wrestling. Oh yes, someone who has ha- worn many faces in his time. Yeah, I believe. Uh, he has Cactus he has Jack. N- Cactus Jack, dude, love mankind. Uh, he was just Mick Foley for a while, man yeah. of many faces. So in in this case, those are the styles that Mick Foley is teaching. <laughs> 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 There's different different schools of combat because, of course, this is an algorithmic thing, right? Every time they set um, Ivan Stravowski up with a new um, a new uh, kind of wheel of anger partner who they think is going to uh, be able to counter her current fighting style, she's learned another fighting style to to um, to counter them as well. So, like Mick Foley and Ivan Stravowski are, are thinking like three moves ahead. Of yes. the, uh, of the, because because Mick Foley has the fighting knowledge. She's got the knowledge of the programming and the algorithm, and so like together they are able to to kind of stay afloat in, on the show long enough to uh, uh, to to bring it down. Maybe maybe Mick Foley's life was ruined by um, uh, by the Wheel of Anger show because he was like he lost his job because he got like characterized as this raging. Uh, beast of a man. Yes, uh, uh, yes, and I feel like there's, there's and how <laughs> there's a there's a like a zenness to to because because obviously uh, Mick Foley most famously got thrown off uh, thrown off Hell in a Cell. It's uh, and then got up and kept going. And there is a certain zenness to that that he teaches her as well. Because if if yes. she's gonna get poked and prodded <laughs> with these little anger prompts, she needs to learn to just to just roll with it and not yes. And not like submit to what this evil wheel of anger company wants, which is for her to get mad online. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I think I think um, as the as she kind of goes up, let's just assume there's a kind of like the longer you're on the show, the more central your the more crowded your public places get. Oh yeah, because yeah, it yeah. starts in a pub and then later it's like when you're in a train station, when you're in the crowded, you're in Rome on holiday and suddenly <laughs> the entirety, like they've 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 spun the wheel of uh, anger four times and now four separate people in this crazy crowd are after you and you don't know which. It's got that kind of John uh, Wick, some people are assassins sort of situation. Um, yeah. <laughs> these four random people are just who. being told Oh, the person who's been abusing me online is is me. That I'm gonna have to deal with that aggression right now before I tell them that it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and so like they, we have these set pieces where um, she's like jumping through windows, like uh, trying to get away from a mob who all think that they hate her. And then like mm. you know she's she's quite like almost in um, a you know in the Matrix when Neo's going through that house and like you you see someone mm. with a um, uh, who's chopping veg and then like just as Neo comes out of the it house turns around and it's and, and, the, uh, and, the, and the knife yeah. is, in the, uh, is in the door because it's a, a, turned into a, an agent it's kind of like that just like wherever she goes through this society someone has been primed to hate her mm. <laughs> um and so I assume basically in this in this kind of like it's all ramped up to the point where she's fighting her way to the TV station 
Like she's trying yes. to make her way yeah. to, to, to back to work, which we've already got a comprehensive layout of because of the earlier scenes where she's going through the, co- the corridors and that sort of thing. We've, yeah. we've already been introduced to that location. And it, oh man, we get to do a load of stuff where like we see the set, we see the, the, the lights and the, and, the, and the razzle dazzle while the show's on. And then we also get to see as the studio lights come up and you know, like the kangaroo and emu sort of get out of their big uh, puppet suits and there's like it's like Danny DeVito standing there with his hands on his <laughs> hips and it's just like <laughs> oh it's hot sneaking there. in somewhere <laughs> I, I forgot about the kangaroo and emu science <laughs> duo like I, I thought it was like, oh this is a really good this is almost like a Philip K. Dick style uh, <laughs> sci-fi story like if Philip K. Dick was around for Black Mirror yeah. that kind of thing and then I remembered that we'd cast this kangaroo and this emu in, in two science roles <laughs> Uh, and I was like oh yeah forgot about that it's definitely a Life's a Pitch movie <laughs> especially given that one of them is played by Danny DeVito yeah 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 and the other shall we just make know. the other one Ben Mendelsohn while we're here yeah yeah I, I was gonna say yeah, like on. Ben Mendelsohn is the big bad of this he's, he's we all he think it's Craig Charles but it's it's not ben, Craig Charles is just the face man right Ben yeah. Mendelsohn is the CEO of the of the of the media company who is also hiding in the kangaroo and that's not <laughs> a puppet that makes him look really ripped Ben Mendelsohn just got really ripped for this role yes yeah <laughs> he's only yeah. put on kangaroo feet and a kangaroo head the rest is just his body it's 100% Ben <laughs> 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 so I think we figured out what our final fight is, and it's Danny DeVito riding in riding in the pouch of Ben Mendelssohn. <laughs> <laughs> this two person fight against. So <laughs> like, yeah, come on. Against I Mick didn't and win Yvonne. the war for nothing. <laughs> yeah, against the tag team of Mick and Yvonne. I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and and in the foyer, this um, they've got this like piece of art that is this giant uh, cage, uh, just dangling uh, in in this giant foyer, and that gets cut, and the the cell comes down, down. Yes. on top of them. <laughs> yes, and um, the uh, well, yeah, it's it's a giant cage, but it's like a papier mache style thing the outside looks like a big phone because it's like a cell phone you see ah, uh, and, right. and what they're delivering is hell in a cell phone in a cell phone um, ah. <laughs> I think as well there, there's got to be we need to come up with a character conflict between Mick Foley and um, uh, Ivan Strzewski because the kind of lowest point has to be when they are targeted with each other right as to because the algorithm eventually was going to get there wasn't it these two people who have been already seen as angered are going to eventually be taught that they hate each other via their uh, like so I think that um, we find out that Mick Foley uh, the reason what, what happened on his show when he was already on the show was that he tore Ivan Stravosky's dad in half yes <laughs> oh my god it's like it's like the end of uh, Captain America Civil War yes where it's just like yeah I'm gonna join up with you and then just oh no wait you killed my parents <laughs> and so that's revealed at the very end like when they when they get towards the um, you know when the cell falls down and then that's when that they really target that at them they, they, that reveal is there uh, presumably previously they've had a bit of conflict because Ivan Stravosky has been working for this, so she doesn't think the media company's that bad. Um, mm. uh, and Mick Foley obviously does. And then, you know, they, they come to terms with that and they, they work that out. And then later on, there's that big reveal, which is like, you killed my father. Uh, I can't tag team with you properly. None of our tag team moves that we've been working out are going to work because we don't trust each other. Um, and uh, they start getting beaten up by Danny DeVito and Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> 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 the, the visual image of Ben Mendelsohn with Danny DeVito riding in Ben Mendelsohn's riding in his pouch pouch in inverted commas <laughs> uh, he's got a little papoose on the front <laughs> like, he's wearing dungarees so yeah. he's got like a yeah a pocket for Danny DeVito to go in 
<laughs> little tiny, little tiny uh, <laughs> kangaroo papoose. <laughs> yeah, or like a like a, one of those things that holds babies yes. uh, on your front. Yeah, and yeah. he's and he's really tall because he's got those um, you know those spring heel shoe things that you know those yeah. blades that mean you can jump real high. Um, uh, yeah, and so like he's boinging around just like and <laughs> while Danny DeVito throws rocks <laughs> from the pouch, Ben Mendelsohn's jumping up and down around this cage while Danny DeVito lobs rocks at them, and then yeah. in the midst of them having an argument over over who killed whose dad and ripped them in half, uh, <laughs> and then and at the end they spin the wheel, and it's it's Ben Mendelsohn and Danny DeVito. And everyone is after him, so they they switch it up, and everyone comes in after the ce- uh, into the cell, and Ivan Stravinsky and, and Mick Foley uh, get away. Yes, yeah, because of course, because because Ivan Stravinsky and Mick Foley managed to bait Danny DeVito and um, and Ben Mendelsohn into anger, into showing anger on the show, they so get they get on added the onto the wheel. Yeah, <laughs> and so and so then Ivan Stravinsky just simply hacks the uh, hacks the wheel because we all know that the wheel isn't a real random thing, right? It's an algorithm. No, it's, it's yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so she hacks the algorithm to make sure it lands on those two, meaning that everyone is like banging on the uh, banging on the cage and they're tearing the cage to pieces um, as as yeah. they're having this fight. And then yeah, slowly um, the the thing breaks apart under the under the weight of the of the crowd, and those two I guess get away. Um, and that would be pretty exciting to watch, I think. Yeah. Mm. I would I would I would Good. watch uh, spin the wheel of anger. <laughs> it's it's got some uh, John Carpenter vibes to it. Very much, yeah. yes, very yeah. very much. Feels like uh, they live or uh, something like that. Yeah, um, like that they live a lot of a lot of unjustified anger uh, in that in yeah. that movie. Yeah. I think, yeah. uh, and also a pro wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also yeah. Roddy Piper. Yeah, that's that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that, but uh, yeah, I'm always amazed as to how quick he turns. From just a bloke to someone with a shotgun who wants to just murder aliens. It's it's really like he doesn't want to hear him out or anything. He just goes, "These guys are fucking ugly." That's his whole motivation yep. for that. <laughs> that was uh, what was it? Spin the wheel of anger. Spin it's the wheel time of anger. to spin the wheel of anger. Time to spin the wheel of anger. Yeah, there we go. So thank you for that title, my waste of talent. Uh, as I said, uh, if you want to give us titles any time of the week so we can pitch those movies, go to. Facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show to uh, to keep in touch with us and uh, and get updates as to what we're doing, what genre we're doing, when the episodes come out. Eden. Yes. Thank you for coming back on the show. Not a problem. I always love the wild places that we end up with on this show. <laughs> Me too. Me too. That's why, that's why we keep doing it. And so, uh, yes, um, where can people find you if they want to find the wild places you go? Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch primarily. I'm at Eden's Things over there. I do a whole manner of wild and crazy things. But if you want to hear me talk about crazy fighting like I have done for the last however long this edit is, um, I have started a pro wrestling podcast called The Hardest Part of the Ring. Uh, you can find that on all good rest on all good podcast sites or anchor.fm slash hardest Hard. Yes, go go and do that. That's uh, like I know virtually nothing about pro wrestling, but its place in society is more important to me than than, than the actual <laughs> the actual thing. Weirdly there's, enough, there's a, there is a lot to be said about pro wrestling and 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 stories and and its place in society, which is why I have a podcast about it. <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah, go over there and check that out. Um, if you have enjoyed. Um, uh, this podcast then uh, we would very much encourage you to go and uh, well just tell your friends frankly Um, uh, John on the bus I know we've already asked quite a lot of you (laughs) um, but we would really appreciate it also if you'd you know just text a mate about the podcast um, uh, or you know just post it on social media retweet us when we put the tweet out that would be really nice uh, always always nice to get new eyes on those tweets because Tom works so hard on the posters so um, it's nice to get those out and about on, on the social media um, they get a lot of eyes on them so uh, so do that if you can um, and of course if you want to help us out in an indirect way let's say you don't want to sully your name like uh, you know for instance Eden has done by associating um, themselves with 
our uh, unique brand, then um, you you might want to uh, go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast, which is where you can help us monetarily keep the podcast going. Um, it is a place where you can help your favorite artists and various um, you know people who make nice things on the internet do um, do their thing. Um, without the worry of being evicted from their homes um, and or running out of food. Um, so we would like that. And so if you want to go to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast, you can get a bunch of bonus uh, stuff over there as well as a vote on the genre each week. And of course, uh, don't forget getting your name read out each and every month. So I'm going to do that right now. I'm going to uh, read out all these people's definite real names. Brandon Spanky Mills. Ross Originals and his 400 dragon children. Mr. Bisque, we're getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past. Jeremy L. Kayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. Pime Trimester, the Timulator is detecting a second time warp. And it's not us. James Delaney. Ba- Brames D. Tom Kayam. We can't stop the wusk heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? But will he answer our call? 400 approacheth. All will rise. All will pull. Mr. Queen Bad Batch of Liesville. Joseph Hegarty. <laughs> Pentvis, come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the sodding time screen. What do we do? Life is hard. It would be better if I, if only I had 400 baby dragons to give to Cancermancer. He can talk to craps. <laughs> Jimmy, you're right. The Bisque Vengers are coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Nikki H. I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. Cracking the digital mainframe? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything, Davey. Why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Riley. Matt, here's a pitch. It's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each either. Eden, M.W. and Tom, by Jove, you've cracked it. Send it to the podcast printy press thing and get us on Spotify. So thank you to all of those people who, for whom that is, of course, your real name. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for, for um, doing that. And if you have enjoyed those shenanigans, you can always join in like many of them have. Um, by uh, by joining the Patreon at as little as one dollar a month. So in the show, as we always do, the Yes for a Clever Award, where someone's given us a title based around an existing title and just a little bit of fun with it, and, uh, a little bit of fun. Um, so uh, we've got two this week. Ooh, two. A double award. Uh, one is a genuine one, and then one is kind of like an in joke, which I, I really kind of want to uh, want to put in there. Um, and that is uh, the. One we've got from fingers to hand is kick ass. <laughs> it's just a, just a UK version of kick ass. It's yeah. like doing yeah. the Americanization backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, from Reese Howell, we've got Jackie Chan Adventures, the comic, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we should make that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, I have been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Eden MW. Remember who pitched it. 